Hello, and welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Online marketing expert, Lindsay Anderson, known internationally as One Click Lindsay, and her dedicated online marketing specialists at trafficandleads.com know that today's growing businesses thrive on targeted website traffic that converts into leads with just one click. Whether your business is struggling right now or your thriving business needs even more fuel for growth, you've come to the right place. So sit back and get ready to learn how to grow your business one click at a time. Please welcome your host of the Traffic and Leads podcast, One Click Lindsay. So thank you everybody for joining us on the Traffic and Leads podcast. Today we have a treat. We have who I like to refer to the queen of podcasting, Miss Jessica Rhodes. Now if you don't know Jessica Rhodes, let me read her official bio real quick so you can understand how awesome this guest is and why you need to tune in. Jessica Rhodes is the founder and CEO of Interview Connections, the premier source for booking outstanding podcast guests. The Interview Connections team of booking agents works with podcasters to find and book guests for their shows. They also represent dozens of highly qualified guest experts to connect them with podcast hosts for interviews. Jessica is the host of the hit weekly web TV show, Interview Connections TV. She's the host of the Roads to Success podcast, and she's the co-host of The Podcast Producers, a 10-episode audio series about the art and business of podcasts. Jessica is a regular speaker at Dream Business Academy and has shared the stage with dozens of top podcasters at Podcast Movement and Podcast New England. She is married and is the proud mom of a very busy toddler named Nathan and a baby Lucy. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Hey, Lindsay. One click, Lindsay. How are you? <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Yes, I'm so glad because um, when I first heard about podcasts and the power of podcasts and what it can do for a small business... Um, I like it totally opened my eyes. It was nothing I ever considered before. So hopefully you can tell our guests these secrets. So I definitely can. I'm excited. Yeah. So let's start at the beginning, Jessica. What is a podcast? So podcasts in its, you know, basic definition, it's audio content that people subscribe to through an RSS feed, um, through iTunes, through their podcast app on their iPhone or Stitcher radio, something like that. I mean, that's the basic, basic definition. Um, but you know, to appeal to a lot of your, uh, listeners, entrepreneurs and marketers, you know, a podcast is a show. It's basically an on-demand radio show where they can be producing solo content. Maybe they get on the microphone and record a lesson or just talk for a half hour or something, or they have guests on their show and do an interview like you and I are doing. It's got uh, cool music in the beginning and the end, and it really sounds like a radio show, but people can listen to it whenever they want. It's not a live streaming show where people have to be tuning in at a specific time. Perfect. So um, if I if I'm on an Android, then how does that work? Because you said iTunes. Is there a difference? Yeah. So the Stitcher radio is kind of the the droid version of, of, um, of the podcast iTunes app. Oh, okay. Perfect. So the question is, you are on the Traffic and Leads podcast. How can podcasting help me generate traffic and leads for my business? Well, that's a really, really good question. I've definitely talked about this a whole lot and I've I've got blogs and videos about it. So a podcast, the way you can generate traffic and leads through a podcast is really kind of using it as a way to attract your target market by producing content that they are looking for, that they are interested 
interested in, right? So um, if I'm hosting my own podcast and I'm thinking about what my target market wants to listen to, and I'll just be very specific because my podcast, Roads to Success, is a podcast that when I think about who I want to interview, the topics I want to cover. The first person in mind, I'm thinking actually about what my target market is looking for, what my clients are asking about. So I had you one click on my show because I had clients asking about backlinks and how being a podcast guest can bring more links back to their site. So I said, okay, I've got clients asking about this. I've got people in my target market that want to know more about this. So I'll have one click Lindsay on the show to talk about backlinks. So by producing content on my podcast that people were asking about, that people were interested in, I was attracting people to that content. And then within the show, uh, you know, I'm planting seeds about my business. Of course, you know, you're a client of my interview connections. So we talked a little bit about interview connections at the end of the show. I'm saying that my podcast is a production of interview connections. So people are getting really valuable and actionable content, but they are also hearing about what my business does and how I can serve them and how I can help them. So it's a try. Okay. They're listening. They're like, wow, this is great information. Oh, interview connections. What's that? I'm going to go to her website and check it out. So it's bringing these targeted leads to my website by producing content that they're all, that they are out looking for. So do you think it would work for like, say a dentist? Do you know of like a dentist that's successfully using a podcast to bring in more clients? Absolutely. Um, there are there is, and I'm drawing a blank on the name, but uh, there's a dentist that actually is a client of our coaches. He's um, He uses print and mail newsletters, and he also has a podcast as well. I'm drawing a blank on the name of it. I haven't connected with him in a while, but again, you want to think about what your target market is looking for. So if you're a dentist and you're trying to attract patience to your practice. What are you special? I mean, are you specializing in maybe are, are you a pediatric dentist? Maybe you have you have a podcast where you're interviewing um, parents of children and you're talking about different dental topics and stuff like that. So you got to be creative and think about. And that's the other thing. Um, the reason I talked about, oh, maybe I have parents on is you want to think about what's going to entertain your listeners as well, because you could be very instructive and informed and and go on the microphone and say, I'm going to give you, you know, 10 steps to doing X, Y, and Z. But when people are listening to a podcast, they want to be entertained as well as being educated. So you want to think about a way to take the information that you want to use to attract your ideal customers, clients, and patients and package it in a way that also entertains them. I mean, I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk's podcast because not only is he providing really valuable content and content that motivates me and educates me, but he's very entertaining when he is producing that show as well. Very good. So it sounds to me like podcasting is a very, a, a very great way of producing more traffic and leads to your website. Is it expensive to do? Who can do it? What does it take? It can, yeah. So it doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, really, podcasting is free. Uh, iTunes does not charge you to put your podcast on i on on iTunes. So it's not expensive, but it does take an investment as an entrepreneur if you want to do it right. <laughs> so I know there are lots of, um, you know, hobby podcasters, people that podcast for fun. Um, they're not trying to attract traffic and leads. They, they want to record fun conversations with their friends about movies and TV, and they want to put it on iTunes for, you know, to share with people. You can do that for absolutely free. Get a microphone, get a Skype connection, get a recorder, and, and that's really all you need. I wouldn't advise trying to do everything on the cheap if you are an entrepreneur who's 
trying to produce a show that effectively attracts traffic and leads. So I can kind of go through kind of my podcast 101 setup, kind of talk about how I produce my show and what the investment looks like. Is that something that you that would be yeah, valuable to your listeners? I would love that. Um, and also, can you talk a little bit as part of that, like the whole post-production thing, like why can't I just go into my freebie app and tie an intro and an outro to our interview here? Yeah. Okay. So let me, yeah, let me go through kind of, I'll, I'll go through how I produce my podcast and, and with that kind of explain, you know, what the investments looks like and what are kind of the different options. So, um, we won't talk too much about the, you know, pre setup. So when you first start a podcast, you want to think about like the voiceover and the music and stuff like that. That's kind of a one time, you know, the artwork, those are kind of one time things that you do. So I'll kind of skip that and go into what's the ongoing production, uh, look like for your show. So, you know, you're recording most of these calls are getting recorded via Skype. Uh, Skype is, you know, increasingly becoming a little unpopular with it dropping and, and messing up and everything. We're having a great time. I should knock on wood there. Um, we are connected on Skype, but there's different ways to record the conversation that you have with your guest. Um, Skype, using a Skype call recorder, something like Ecamm or Pamela call recorder costs you maybe 20 bucks one time download it to your computer, and that gives you the ability to record the call that you have with your guest. So right there, you're using Skype and a call recorder and recording an interview. So you have that raw content, and, and now you have that content. You're, okay, what do I do with this, you know, this MP3 file, this MOV file? Can I just, you know, slap it together in GarageBand and, and put it out to the world? I mean, yes, you absolutely can do that. I am not an audio engineer, but I will tell you that some fancy stuff needs to happen in post-production to actually make it sound like a radio show, to make it sound like something that doesn't sound like a Skype call, right? You want it to sound like a radio show. So I send it to um, some audio engineers. I use a, a company called Podfly. They're, um, they're fantastic. They're, they're, they're not the cheapest ones out there. I mean, you can, you can find virtual assistants on sites like Odesk or Elance who can edit audio for, you know, very inexpensively and probably do a great job. However, I use Podfly. I know they do a great job. I know the guys there. I'm friends with them. Um, so I can send them my raw Skype interview and they, they work their magic on it. <laughs> they make it sound really good. They compress it and they, I don't even know what they do because that's why I don't do it. Um, but I send it to them and they take, you know, they take my intro and my outro, they edit it together. And then also, you know, sometimes I have some flubs. Like I had a baby just over two months ago. I get mommy brain sometimes. There are times when my, my brain blanks out and I'm like, oh, I got to start that sentence over again. And so I'll, when I'm in my interview, I'll say, Hey, Scott, can you please edit that out? <laughs> because <laughs> so he listens to. <laughs> to it minute by minute and can edit it. So I'm never like editing out huge parts of conversations, but there's times when a little mess up will happen. And I know that um, I don't have to worry about that because somebody's going to be listening to it minute by minute, making the audio sound good and also making sure the conversation flows without those little, you know, brain farts or, or mess ups or thing, you know, anything like that. So I would say I know that there are podcasters that um, have people that will do, you know, edit a half hour of audio for 10 bucks. So you can absolutely, you know, do this for, you know, anywhere from 20 to $50 a month. I pay a little bit more than that for, for, for Podfly, but they're also putting it onto, um, they're not just editing it, but they're also uploading it onto my host. So I use a Libsyn. It's, it stands for liberated syndication. And because you don't want to be hosting your podcast on your website. You've got to have a separate 
host because you're just that's it's just a lot of con it's a lot of uh well you pr probably better for the terminology here but it's a lot of data it's a lot of um bandwidth a lot of bandwidth right so you want to put it onto something like Lipson and then and then take the audio from there and then put it onto your website um, it'll go from Lipson you know into your RSS feed into iTunes and and Stitcher and things like that so you know the guys at Podfly for me that's what they take care of they fill out the ID3 tag again all this Ooh. stuff I don't know what that means yeah but I outsource it to somebody that knows exactly what they're doing and can take care of it I mean there's times when oh you know, something is messed up. Can you please fix it? And, and they can fix it for me. So again, you know, recording it on Skype, using the audio, the call recorder, and then sending it to people that know how to audio edit. If you know how to audio edit, this is the, your thing. And you're like, I just love doing it. By all means, open up GarageBand, open up um, Audacity and edit it together. But when you have an audio engineer who can, you know, compress it a little bit, and level it out, it just takes away that kind of echo of Skype and makes it sound like a real radio show. So I'll stop talking because I could just ramble on forever, but I'll see if you have any follow-up well, questions. That, I comment. mean, that was just a ton of info. And listeners, you can find that in the show notes or you can uh, go to Jessica's website because she has outlined it as well because it's not as hard as she's making it sound. And once you mm -hmm. like do it once, it's not a problem. So right, don't right. let... Don't let all these big words and the technical jargon she's using, using scare you away from starting a podcast. Exactly. And you're right. I do have this in a blog post per, per your request. Yes. One click. Uh, <laughs> just, I think it's jessicarhodes.biz slash podcast 101. And if that's not the URL, I'll change it so that is the URL Ooh, for, for the nice. show. Very nice. It'll be in the show notes um, too. Podcast. So. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I wrote this all down because this is a question I've been asked a lot of like, how do I get started? Because it is kind of like, you know, eating an elephant. You're like, there's so much to do. But once you just start going through each of the steps, it really does become easy, you know. So now at this point, I know all I have to do is record my 30 minute interviews, put it in Dropbox, assign, you know, send my show notes writer the audio, give my graphic designer the the guest headshot and the title, and then everything is done. So, you know, because that's a thing as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you don't, your podcast is a really effective way to market and grow your business. It's an effective way to big traffic and leads to your website, but you don't want to suddenly make this your whole business. You don't want to be spending hours and hours every week doing it. So it's smart to be outsourcing these tasks to people who can do them for, you know, basically your time is worth more than what you would pay somebody to take care of a graphic, take care of show notes, take care of, um, you know, posting it to your website, editing the audio, things like that. So is it true, I saw a Facebook post of yours or a blog post that you like spend two and a half hours a month? Are you sure you meant yeah. month and not week on that? Oh yeah, definitely a month, um, for sure. I mean, I have a weekly podcast. So let's just take, let's take four weeks in a month. I have a weekly podcast. They're 30 minute episodes. Uh, my, my show coming out with Heather Havenwood, we went a little longer. That was about 40 minutes that I interviewed her. But really the only time I spend is 30 minutes on the phone and I'm, I'm on and off. If a call starts at two, I'm off at two 30. Um, again, unless it's, we're really jiving and we're having a great conversation. I'll ask them, Hey, do you have a hard stop? Or can we go another few minutes? And usually if they don't have a, a meeting starting right away, we'll, we'll go a little bit longer, but say, so, you know, four 30 minute calls, that's two hours. And then I'll just average in an extra few minutes for the time that I take to put it in Dropbox for the time I take to, um, you know, send my show notes writer, the MP3 for the time it takes to assign the task to the graphic designer. 
and that's that's it. So it's probably less than two and a half hours a month. And again, I, I book my own guests because that's what my business says. <laughs> that's so what I don't do. outsource that task. <laughs> But I have a lot of connections and I know a lot of people to interview. So it just, it takes a couple emails for me to schedule those interviews, but that, that's it. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So, so we've talked about doing a podcast. Here's my question. And my main issue when I went to go start a podcast was my customers and my potential customers, they won't listen to podcasts. They don't even know what a podcast is. Can you, can you address that concern? Who listens to podcasts, Jessica? Well, I, I would challenge you in saying my listeners you know, my customers don't listen to podcasts because unless you've talked to every single one of the people that's considering your business, there's no way you could possibly know that. Um, yeah. But let's just say you're saying this hypothetically. Uh, I am. I am. So, yes. <laughs> so, um, the deal is when you are marketing and attracting traffic and leads is you need to be marketing in many different formats. You need to be doing podcasts. You need to be doing videos and you need to be blogging and sending emails because not everyone is going to listen to a podcast. I know that. And you know that not everyone's going to want to watch a video. Not everyone is going to want to read your blog. However, you've got to be producing all this content. So that way, when your, your next, you know, your ideal client uh, comes across you, you're catching them at the right time, right? So sometimes when I'm, you know, sitting on my couch at the end of the day watching TV, flipping through Facebook on my phone or my iPad, and I click on a post, if it's a blog post, then I'll likely sit there and read it. But I'm not going to turn on a podcast when I'm sitting there watching TV just looking at my my phone or my iPad, right? I, I'm not going to turn off my law and order to listen to a podcast about marketing, but I would probably browse a blog about it. Um, however, maybe this in the morning or when I'm cooking dinner, if I'm, you know, maybe I'm looking through my phone for a quick second and I see a podcast I'm interested in, that is a time when I would listen to a podcast. So you have to be producing content for um, for everyone in all the different places they might be throughout the day. And, and, the whole podcast thing, why people don't listen to podcasts. I mean, people have been listening to it's radio. I mean, that's what it is. It's audio, right? People have been listening to radio for forever. Well, not forever, but for a very long time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's just about educating them on where to get it. I've had some funny conversations recently. My best friend and we, I mean, if you have an iPhone, the podcast app is on your phone. It's native. You can't, it's there. Right. <laughs> you just have to, you you have know, to look get for it. it. Yeah. So we were, she's like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't like, where are podcasts? And I'm like, give me your phone. <laughs> Open up the app. This, I did this with my cousin a couple of weeks ago. I said, give me your phone. There's the podcast app. I search my name. I just subscribed to my podcast, listen to it on your drive home. That's awesome. <laughs> so it's just a matter of doing some education. Obviously, you can't have those face-to-face -face conversations where you can take your customer's phone and open up your podcast for them to listen to. Um, but it is about, you know, educating them. So maybe you put in your your newsletter, your email, or you put on Facebook, hey, a, like a little tutorial of how to, um, how to find your podcast. Um, maybe you are putting out the MP3. There are ways now uh, through, I believe, Libsyn where you can actually be and SoundCloud, some people are putting their podcasts on SoundCloud where you can actually put it directly on Facebook. So people can actually click play and listen to the audio of your podcast right on their newsfeed. Wow. Um, if you link directly to an MP3, like on Twitter, a lot of people will promote their podcast. They'll put a link that when you click on that link, it just starts playing the MP3. It just opens up a browser that all it is is that MP3 file. So maybe you don't have people that are you know, subscribing to all these different podcasts on their phone, 
but you have to be creative about how you can get that audio content into their hands, right? So if, are they hanging out on Facebook? Get the MP3 right on the newsfeed. Um, are they on Twitter? Link directly to the MP3 file. So you're, you know, so you're kind of meeting them where they are. Or even put it on your website, embed it in your website and they can hit play. So even if they don't know what yes. podcast is, it's like a radio show. Right, exactly. Right. And that goes, yeah, I can't believe I didn't even say that. I mean, that goes without saying is definitely have it on your website, right? So if you have a blog on your website, you know, if you blog on Mondays, put put the blog there. If you podcast on Tuesday, put the podcast up there. So you always want to have it, you know, put it in multiple places. Awesome. Well, so that was a ton of amazing information on how to run your own podcast. But there's another side to this, which is being interviewed on other people's podcasts. Can you talk a little bit about that? Is that a good place to start? Can you tell yeah, us more about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I actually started into podcasting by being a guest on other people's shows. Um, I mean, really how I started was with when, what I was doing with my business and getting people booked as guests on podcasts. And then I started getting interviewed. So for probably about a year before I started hosting my own show, I was actually out there being a guest talking about business and marketing and, and how to get booked on podcasts. And it's a great way to get started if you're not quite ready to host your own show because you can get a little bit of practice talking into a microphone you can get practice and experience connecting with people and conversing in an interview type uh, setting. So it's definitely a great place to get started. Um, but when if you really want to get booked, I would say having a podcast makes you more bookable, <laughs> makes you more marketable as a guest because you know what it's like to host your own show. When I started interviewing people for my podcast, I became a much better guest because I knew what it was like to be on either side of the microphone, so to speak, either side of the table. Um, so it is, it is a great place to start. Um, but I think ultimately you want to be doing both. Okay. That makes sense. So what's the, I guess you can't tell me your tricks or maybe you can give us a few tricks if sure. I want to go get po uh, booked on a podcast. If yeah. No, I'm an open book. I'll tell you. I mean, this is what we do at Interview Connection. So we've got booking agents that can do it for you. But I'm an open book. I'll tell you exactly what we do and how we do it. Um, wow. So uh, we definitely don't have time to do it all today. But what, what I will say, the caveat is I'll tell you what to do and how to do it. But I'll say you shouldn't be doing it because you're a successful entrepreneur <laughs> whose time is worth more than what you would invest in having our team do it for you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, okay. So I mean, number one, you got to have an interview one sheet. It's really, really important to have an interview one sheet. This is what's going to present you as somebody who is a great guest. So now, you know, 2015, getting into 2016 here pretty soon, um, new media is really where you're marketing your business. It no longer really makes sense to market our online, you know, marketing businesses or whatever business we have on you know, traditional media. There's a lot of clout that comes with that, no doubt about it. Um, however, your target market isn't exactly sitting there watching the local news. <laughs> so you want to be getting onto podcasts because that's where your target market is. But, but because this is really media exposure, you need to look at the whole package. You've got to have that press page on your website that gives your, you know, your intro and links to previous podcast appearances. You've got to have that one sheet that gives the host your intro and your contact information, gives them questions that the host can ask you. Of course, hosts can come up with any questions you want. However, if you think about it. Lindsay, when you go out and get interviewed, you want to be talking about how to bring traffic and leads to your website, right? And so you want, ideally, you know exactly the questions that are going to 
give you the opportunity to talk about what you want people to hear. So if you write out those questions and give them to the host, it's it's setting you up for success. If you don't come up with any questions, I mean, a host could come on and hopefully they're going to ask good questions, but they could ask you about, you know, I had an experience once where I was interviewed and the, and the host asked me, what's Twitter bombing? And I'm like, I don't know. That's not my expertise, you know? So it totally threw me for a loop. And, and so, uh, and so what I, is Twitter bombing? Well, we won't get in there right now, okay. but you know, so, but, but the, and, and I do have questions prepared, but again, my point is, you know, sometimes hosts will throw you for a loop and kind of put you on the spot and talk about things that like, that doesn't, I could explain Twitter bombing, but it's not doing anything for me because I have no services or products that are going to help people with Twitter bombing or, or avoiding it or anything <laughs> like that. So you want to come up with those questions. So you're setting yourself up for success in your interview appearances. And then, um, and then of course, once you, once you're set up, you've got those one sheets, the press pages, you look great online, you've got to find shows that are a good match for you. Right. And so I don't think we have time to go into all the tips of how to find shows, but again, that's why I'll, I'll really recommend, I mean, Obviously, that's what we do. I don't want to be too, you know, pitchy, but anyone can help you do this. If you have a personal assistant, if you have a virtual assistant, delegate this task so somebody is pitching you because it really looks a lot better when you have somebody else who is pitching you. Mm. Like if I, if I'm out there emailing like, Hey, I'd love to be on your show. It looks like I have nothing better to do than to tell people how great I am. But if, you know, if I have people that are promoting me and pitching me and I have a PR department in my business, right? It, it definitely really positions you as somebody who knows what they're talking about, someone who is way more successful. And that's what attracts people. So that's what gets host to want to have you on their show is when they see, wow, this, because, you know, my clients at Interview Connections, the podcasters to hire us to find their guests, one, you know, one of them says, I want people who are successful. I want people who are actually successful, who, you know, who have actually written a book, you know, he wants people that actually are successful because there is a lot of people out there who put up a pretty website and have never made a dime in their business, but want to talk about how successful they are at marketing, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, so again, you know, having somebody that can pitch you, it really positions you as someone that's the real deal. And I highly recommend Jessica Interview Connections, but like our business coach, Jim Palmer says, even if you don't have a personal assistant, at least set up an email like Wendy, yeah, Wendy at your website.com. Right. Have Wendy like you can setting totally it up for take it. You can yeah. totally take it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But that's a total gold nugget right there. You should, you absolutely have to do it that way. Yeah. And to expand it, just, we kind of mentioned it for, for folks that don't know what we're talking about. You can, you know, take your business. So I'm Jessica at interviewconnections.com. That's my email. If I didn't have an assistant and I, I have a large team of people that work with me, but if I didn't, if I was a solo shop and I needed to start positioning myself, I could just create an email. I could say Wendy at interviewconnections.com and then just log into that account and, and pitch myself and like write it in third person. So people think, you know, somebody else is pitching me. So it's just a little trick. If you are getting started, you don't have an assistant, you can't afford to be outsourcing this yet. Don't let that stop you. Yeah. And we're going to call it a trick, not a lie. Of course. It's a trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jessica, you have given us so many good golden nuggets of information today. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? So I, I just mentioned my email is just at interviewconnections.com. Um, so I mean, feel free to reach out to me there if you have any questions. But my, my main website is jessicarhodes.biz. And if you go to Jessica Rhodes, that's R-H-O-D-E-S, jessicarhodes.biz forward slash one click for one click Lindsay forward slash one click. I'll have some free giveaways, some of my coaching calls that you guys can download for more information. Nice. Well, thank you, Jessica. And uh, thanks for being a guest on my show. 
You're welcome. This is fun. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast featuring online marketing expert One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned, and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.